Hello everyone, welcome. My name is Darcy. And I'm Ramari. And this is Texas City Tales. On today's episode, we have Kinchara Cravens with Craving for a Change. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you guys. Thanks for joining us. Can you tell us a little bit about your business? Sure. So Craving for a Change uh, Foundation is a nonprofit here in the Texas City area. We're a youth development agency. Essentially, we work with all ages um, from like middle school age to high school, helping them to develop skills that they need to transition to adulthood. Nice. Where did the name Craving for a Change come from? Um, it was a tip-off um, of my name, uh, Cravens. Um, I, I knew I wanted the organization to be something that was symbolic to change. Um, so kind of tipping off my last name, Cravens, Craving um, for a change. Love it. Where did the logo come from? Because it's different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very, very unique. Yeah, it's probably like the same concept. Um, I think when you think of change, especially when you think of um, substantial change you have to really change your mindset mm-hmm. so I wanted to have something with the brain in there so the logo focuses on like a brain being eight um, so I think that it was kind of like craving you think of eating uh, the yes. change is the brain right. um, and then the graduation hat is symbolic to growth um, so that was kind of the concept I love for it. The logo. that's cool yeah that's oh, neat. Thank you. Thank so, you. and this is random, but like if you are craving something, do you go salty or sweet? <laughs> oh, I love dessert. Same. Huge sweet tooth. I'm a carb junkie for sure. Yeah. 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 So, would you say that the reason you started this business was because maybe there was like a lack of the, the training resources or availability for, for training and jobs, and that's what inspired you to start your own business? Absolutely. It was kind of a two-part thing. Um, In 2017, I started a scholarship at Lamarck High School. That's my alumni called the Cougar to Cougar. And um, the students that I would work with, it was just such a, like, deficit of Mm -hmm. things that they missed. Like, we would have conversations. I'm like, okay, you are missing soft skills. Um, So I was like, okay, I want to do something about this. So in 2019, I started the organization based off of, like, those interactions with those students kind of just understanding and knowing from that environment because I was raised in it. We lack resources um, on the west side of Texas City for sure. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. Yeah. So I did it. And, yeah, that's what made me do it. And now you're here. I'm here. <laughs> so what else do you offer? I heard you say soft skills, but you do other things. Yes. So um, we have a contract currently with Lamarck High School, um, and we do SEL, which is social-emotional learning. So okay. it's basically five categories, um, social responsibility, self-awareness. It's these five categories, and basically you teach them about themselves with those categories and how to be aware of, like, your emotions, how to deal with them, etc. I'm a social worker by trade, okay. so it's kind of – all like connected to my education um so we do that we do SAT ACT prep college visits um I have a six-week academy called the youth transition academy where we walk them through like how to find scholarships um applying for college just all type of things that you need to know as you're transitioning so those are some of the other things that we offer as well that's amazing thank you thank Thank you. you That's really nice. That's cool. I'm sorry. No, that was good. So with craving for a change, what is your ultimate goal? 
Oh, I would love to um, one day be in a school. Um, like during the school time, we're an after school provider, but I would love to like have a class okay. that we like do what we do, but like during the day, um, for sure, Texas City Lamarck and just like the whole Galveston County. Um, that's what my goal is one day. I love that. How many Thank students you. do you have? Oh, it ranges. I would say anywhere from 20 to 30, okay. um, but it ranges. How big is your staff? So, I just hired some people. At first it was just me, um, and then last year I brought on someone. So it was two of us. This year I brought on three more people, so now it's five of us in total. That's good growth. Yes, yeah. yes. It, it became too much for just me, and I had to like learn how to trust. That was like the biggest <laughs> thing. Because I'm like, this is my baby. I right, don't want right. like anybody coming in and right. no. So I had to like really vet these people to make sure that they were aligned with the goals for the organization. Yeah, you definitely want someone that also shares the same mission and heart for the work that you do. Absolutely. Because you're cultivating kids. Yeah, for sure. Our future. For so sure. Molding them. Yeah. Yes. Um, I know you were helping our interns. So do you want to talk a little bit about that? Sure. Experience. <laughs> that was so fun. So um, we were the career counseling provider for the higher up interns. And so we met with them for eight weeks. We did groups and then we also did individuals with them. And our groups, some of the things we talked about is like work-life balance, um, conflict resolution, coping skills. We just kind of talked about all of those things that you really need as a young professional. Um, so we did that in our groups. And then individuals were definitely more individualized to their needs um, for some of them. They wanted help finding like specific trainings for their career interests. So we just kind of formulated their individuals to match them. But yeah, we worked with them for eight weeks and we're gonna continue to follow them for two years. Um, so we actually do our first follow up this month, but it was a really good experience. Um, I think the city did a great job at finding interns that were like really interested in, you know, really changing and learning. So mm -hmm. it was a really good group of kids. So I enjoyed it. It was. Uh, yeah. We were lucky enough, our little department was lucky enough to get Deja. So she was our intern, and she was amazing. Yes, of course. She's and working on her, her master's degree. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's the best one. So Deja, if you're listening. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it was really cool witnessing, like you said, just a great group of kids that were all extremely motivated and changing their futures and really getting involved in this internship program. I wish that when I was their age, I had some of those same resources, especially right. um, you guys did like mock interviews. Mm -hmm. And I think that is so important. It really is. Yeah, that was fun. I bet it was because so <laughs> just recently I've been asked to sit on like the panel at two uh, interview process with the city. Mm -hmm. And I never got to be like, you know, to be a fly on the wall in those in those rooms. And practice could have really benefited a couple of the people that we <laughs> interviewed. And it makes you wonder how like, well, how did I do? How did I interview? Because mm -hmm. I just get kind of silly and, you know, <laughs> but had I had some training, maybe someone could have. My mom tried to practice with us, like especially those emotional um, behavioral questions. Mm -hmm. Those are the ones that trip everybody yes. up. And yeah. they're good, but dang, they're hard to answer. On some of the interview panels that I sat on, dress codes oh and the way God. that people just yes. presented themselves was such a... A letdown. Yeah. A part of me felt like, well, maybe because I was raised by the parents that I had, like 
my values or something might be a little bit different, but every single person was just extremely underdressed for a six figure job. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it, mm-hmm. maybe my expectations are too high or. Do you have any know. kickback from the students when you tell them like, hey, this is a dress code that you know you should be aiming for? And there are they like, why? So not from the students. I'm just laughing in my head because that was one of the conversations I had with my staff, actually. Okay. Um, okay. And so we're, we're thinking of adults, right? <laughs> right. Um, and I had one staff member in particular who would, like, come to, even though there, these were more casual events, I still think when you're representing a business, you still have to have, like, a certain, like, boundary when it comes to clothes. Like, you're coming literally with, like, a a T-shirt. Right. Like, with a T-shirt on, I'm like, you're coming to work. Like, even though it's a casual environment. So I've had some kickback from my staff, and I wonder, too, Ramore, like what you said, like, is it just because, like, how my parents raised me? But not from the students, because I think that they were really engaged in, like, learning. Mm -hmm. So, and then some of them, honestly, they would come here on Wednesdays, like, in their best dress. Um, so I didn't have any fee- I mean, any kickback from them, but from my staff, we have to have a few conversations. Yes. <laughs> That's good to hear, because I feel like some people are like, oh, well, kids these days. No, yes. they're willing to change. They want to learn. They want to grow. They want to do what they need to do. Like, give them a chance. I think it's just like with any population. Like, you're going to find people in our age group and older who are going against what the norm is. Like, I think, you, you know, that's inevitable to me. Right. So something else cool that I learned about you, you wrote a book? Yeah. Can what? you tell us about that? Yeah. So I released um, a book last year. It's called Quick Guide to Navigating the Healthcare System. So I'm a medical social worker by trade, and I worked in, like, hospitals, home health hospice, all those medical um, agencies. And a lot of things that I saw in there was that a lot of people, if you were not in the system, you didn't get the, the information or the resources that you should have. Okay. So I wrote a book that basically talks about, like, Medicare, Medicaid, the services that are um, provided, how to go about asking for those services, questions to ask your doctor. I just wanted to provide a resource so that people in the community can be more educated on their health care because, like I said, if you're not in the system, as you guys know, it's like certain things that you're not told. Yeah. Um, you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. So, yeah, I wrote that last year. Um, I think I released it in April last year. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you. You are busy. I know. What do you do in your downtime? I like to travel. Okay. Um, my last big trip, I did. me and my cousin, we did a um, Europe tour. Nice. So uh, we went to Somebody London. Somebody just got back from Europe Did you really? at this table, yes. and it wasn't me. <laughs> With my cousin and like that's my funny. grandma and stuff, too. But that's awesome. Yeah, it was fun. I'm like, I want to go again. It wasn't long enough. Like, right. for the flight, like, I need to be here a little longer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. That, is a, that is a long flight. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So what um, cities? So we London? went to, um, we started in London. Then we went to Paris. Um, we went to Switzerland. We went to Belgium. I'm missing two places because it was six. I can't remember. Germany. I'm missing one of them. Man, that's almost like... (laughs) Well, we only did um, Paris and London, and it was like an eight-day trip, and I'm exhausted. Yeah. Did you use, like, a company? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. We We did, too, and we had to get up at, like, six o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. and get on the bus to bus to our next... Mm -hmm country and I was like oh my god yeah every single day I was waking up earlier for those things than I do yes for for life for life (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. 
I got to go to Europe in high school, um, but Ooh. we didn't get to go to any of the cool places that y'all did. We, I mean, we got to go to Rome, we got to go to Italy and Greece and all that. So it was a great, it was a good time. But yeah, and it was, so cool. yeah, yeah, it was scheduled through some kind of company, and you do have to get up. I was like, oh my crazy, God. and you can't get comfortable on the bus. No, <laughs> it was just like an no. experience in <laughs> itself, <laughs> right? So jealous. What gives you the motivation to keep going? Ooh, I just think about um, what I knew I lacked as a young adult or even a youth. Um, right. And I want to be that person that's able to provide something to our youth to say, you know what, I work with these kids and they were able to at least get this that they wouldn't have normally been able to get. So knowing that, like, I'm really interested in change, that's what motivates me. Um like, I have one that I worked with in 2017. She's graduating this year. And, like, those are, like, stories that I love hearing, like, the success story. Success, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Stories. Um, so, yeah, things like that is what motivates me, like, actually being able to really see the change and be a part of the change. Do you only work with um, Texas City ISD students or? So uh, um, up until this year, yes. So uh, we have some like new crazy things going on. So we're going to be going to Atwater, the detention okay. center. Okay. okay. We're also going to be going to Coastal um, Alternative School, which is a Santa Fe ISD alternative school, but it's the county alternative school. Okay. Never heard of it until this yeah, year. Yeah, no, me neither. Um, and then also we're going to, Calm is allowing us, thank you, Calm, nice. the opportunity to um, use one of their rooms once a week, and we're going to essentially do what we do with the high school students for the community. So even if you're not in the school mm -hmm. or at, at Water or any of those places, you can still come and learn some of the things that we're doing. So it's going to be open to the community um, starting in September as well. And where can people find information about your business? Sure. You can find it on our website, CravenforChangeFoundation.com. Also, Facebook, um, Craven for a Change Foundation, as well as our Instagram. Um, and then when you get on your our website, you can sign up for newsletters. Um, we send out newsletters every month with all of our fun stuff going on. So if you, if you subscribe, you'll also get that information in your email. Wonderful. Man, you are busy. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm like, I have to get some people to help me. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> that's a good problem. Well, thank you for being the change that we want to see in our community and being you know, hands-on and head yeah. forward. It's definitely noticed and appreciated. Well, thank you. Thank you for coming today. Thank you to Miss Kinshara Cravens with Craving for a Change for being our special guest on today's episode. If there is a small business, um, an organization or a person that's doing amazing work in Texas City that you would like to have on the podcast, please drop them in the comments below. You can catch Texas City Tales every Wednesday on the Texas City Facebook page, website, and anywhere podcasts are streamed. Thank you.